Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of High Talks with A. I am your host, A.B., giving it back to you from Interstate 94, I believe. I, I think I'm somewhere in Wisconsin right now. At least that's what my spirit guides are telling me. And I'm so happy and grateful you could all be here today. I hope you're doing well. I know I accidentally took a two-week sabbatical, or I just kind of went MIA, and I haven't been as active on social media And mainly it's because while I was off the truck this time, just a lot happened as it it always does, honestly. And I always jam pack my schedule in, like I I keep myself really busy and I just didn't give myself any time to like really sit and process everything that had happened. And so it took me like a whole week when I got back on the truck to actually sit and process everything. And so yeah, that that's that's just why. But we're gonna we're gonna get back on our schedule with releasing a new episode every single Friday at 1 p.m. CST. And be sure to follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is all.black.ink. And feel free to jump in my DMs and send me any comments, any feedback for the podcast, and maybe any topics that you would like to discuss or any questions that you might have. And before I get into today's topic of discussion, I actually have one announcement. I'm actually going to be releasing a bonus episode this week because of my absence. And it's a really cool episode because it's the very first episode that I was able to do and have a guest on. And the guest that I had on is a very dear friend of mine. We went to cosmetology school together and this girl knew me at my absolute lowest point in life. And it was amazing to get on and talk about our healing process and our, our struggle with victimship mentality. And I, there's, it's, I think it's just gonna be, it was a really cool, message in there and be sure to check that out and let me know what you think about that too do you like having uh guest speakers on do you want to do you want to see more of that you know definitely let me know in the in my dms and whatnot and before i keep rambling on as i do from time to time we're going to go ahead and get into today's topic of discussion and today's topic of discussion is ego elevation and it was something that i was kind of learning more about while I was in Miami, and I'm just gonna get into it. It goes like this. (laughs) Every experience has a pro and a con. Be that as it may, duality exists on every level of nature and in every state of consciousness. Even the quote unquote worst things in life can produce greatness. As do the best things in life, bear caution. For death can end suffering while love that isn't balanced can lead to codependency. And while codependency is a completely different topic, I'll touch on the subject real quick. Characteristics of someone who is struggling with codependency has the grammatical tendencies to say things such as, I need, I want, or I can't unless, and a few of the, these are just a few of the many stories and excuses that the ego uses to keep itself, or the misidentified I, safe. And we'll talk more about the misidentified I and misidentification with the thinker a little bit later, but let's move on. Self-improvement is not for the weak-minded. There's a saying that goes, elevation requires separation. The thing about separation is that people have the tendency to get some form of anxiety when it comes to being alone. And in all honesty, 
I used to never like being alone. I used to always want to be around whatever friend group I was in at that point of my life and or just like with family because I honestly just I wasn't ready to face who I was. I wasn't ready to face what I was holding on to. I wasn't like I just had so much baggage and just I was just holding on to so many traumas that it was just ridiculous for me to sit by myself in that like if you had told me to like be alone like you couldn't pay me to be alone by myself you really couldn't like I was like because mm, then I would have to deal with it and that just that was that wasn't the cup of tea that I was trying to drink at that point in my life and moving on even eventually I did but yeah moving on they either don't like who they are which is what was true about me honestly I just didn't like who I was or they're so tight they were so tightly wrapped up in themselves they're so tightly wrapped up in themselves or into the identities of others that they haven't a clue as to who they are without the presence of them. Which is another trick the ego uses. In fact, that even, the fact is that even, no, even when nobody is around, there's still an ever-existing omnipresent being with you. As Greg Brandon, the author of The Divine Matrix would say, there are no empty spaces. And for people who are really into directing energy and manipulating energy and who are natural healers you understand this to be very true that there are no empty spaces that there is an interconnectedness in everything and everyone and we all complete each other and before i go off into a whole different rabbit hole and onto a different tangent i'm just going to continue reading (laughs) in the process of doing self-work and healing you'll learn to love and appreciate your time alone with the universe And I was telling a friend the other day that, you know, I can tell you all the personal development. I can tell you everything that you need to hear and whatnot, but your healing is up to you. It is a you thing. I I, I can't make you do it. I can't force you to do it. You've got to make, you get to make the decision to sit with yourself and you know, go through, go through the skeletons in the closet, go through the wounds, you know, ask your inner child, you know, what, what's, what am I still holding on to? Uh, so that way you can move forward. As you deepen your connection with the creator, you'll see yourself grow and blossom into a very powerful manifester, a very powerful co-creator of your reality. This doesn't happen overnight. Reconditioning the mind takes consistent action. And the thing about this is that from the very moment that you decide, you know what, I'm going to better myself or I'm going to work on becoming more self-aware or more mindful or I'm going to work on, you know, changing my vices to virtues and, you know, just really begin, you know, all of this type of self-development and whatnot. You know, from that moment that you decide that you have X amount of years of just programmed you know, conditions into your mind that you, you, have, you get to go through and be like, all right, you know, like we have like 20 years of, you know, traumas, 20 years of, you know, unhealed wounds. We have 20 years of, you know, egoism and, you know, victimship and, you know, depression. So like, it's not something that is going to get fixed in one night or, you know, by one flip of the coin or, you know, pulling one card out. Like that's not, that's not what it is. And that's why I say it's not for the, it's not for the weak minded. Not every day will be spectacular. Not every day will have deep revelations that heal your inner child. The same goes that not every day will be disastrous. There are ups and there are downs. Even the days that look identical offer opportunities to learn and 
to progress at a steady pace. All it takes is a change in, ter- in perspective to, who says it? Dwayne Dyer, he says, you know, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So if you change the way you look at your current adversities, if you change the way you look at, you know, the current trials and tribulations you're facing in your life and look at them in a way that, you know, okay, I'm going to get through this, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make it around this. You know, what was another thing that I had read one time is that you had survived hundred percent of your bad days. And it's a beautiful world we live in when you, when you look at things that, that way. You know, you can make it through anything. That nothing is meant to stop you or break you. It's just meant to make you better. And to embark on the journey of growth is to accept the fact that growing is, in honesty, one of the most difficult things you've ever done. But it'll also be one of the most rewarding things you've ever, you'll ever do. Self-growth is difficult. And it reveals so much, which is why so many people choose to stay small. For it is your birthright to create abundance. Whether it be misery or prosperity, the choice is yours. I was really, as I've really been doing the shadow work, and I know I keep talking about shadow work and I've I've promised a podcast about it. I'm going to do one, just give me a little bit more time to get through some of the things that I'm working on. But as I've been going through this, I'd really like put things into perspective as to what what my reality was perceiving or what I was perceiving reality to be as I was at a younger uh, age. And it's really true that, you know, the the things that you focus on will will manifest more. So by me focusing on the, the lack of and by me focusing on the misery, it makes total sense as to why I was able to co-create my misery and why I was able to, you know, stay in these, you know, phases of depression and, you know, cycles of um, lack of funds and financial freedom and different things like that, you know, it just makes sense. Like when you really start to look at who you are and how you've been being, it makes sense as to who you are now and where you're going, you know, it's all, it's all a part of the journey. And Along my journey and in the process of growth, in my process of growth and disassociation with the ego, much has manifested. Addiction became sobriety. Friends that were considered family became strangers. Challenging times became something that I looked forward to. Self-sabotage became self-love. Negative self-talk became positive affirmation. And the misidentified and labeled he became a very powerful she and only the real ones will really get that but anywho the list goes on of all the wonderful things that healing brings but don't just take my word for it go out and and do it yourself go out and you know sit with your sit with your demons sit with the thoughts and and tell them that they have no power over you that you're you have a purpose and you're meant to do something in this world and you're going to do it come hell or high water, honestly. One thing is that every step of elevation brings with it something new to conquer. T.D. Jakes would put it, new levels bring new devils. At one seat of consciousness, I thought that the message here was that there's always something more to learn. And that's really true, you know, like this world and this life there's always something for us to learn. There's always more for us to do. There's always, you know, more of everything to experience. There's always, you know, another level. I don't think it's ever ending. And I think that's kind of 
the thing about, you know, our own immortality, which is a whole nother topic, and I'm just going to keep going on. (laughs) After further assessing the inner dialogue between the higher self and the lower self, I divinely stumbled onto a new perception. As I was growing and experiencing new levels of consciousness, my ego was growing too, right alongside with me. You see, the ego is a master of childish tricks, and it will belittle you, it will mock you, it will beat you down, and it does everything it can to win the game, even if it means manifesting an early ending point. And for this next part, I'm going to be very real, and if I can't be real on my podcast, where else can I be real? Like, anywho, but in all honesty... The thought of suicide has plagued me for years, which in today's society, I think might be somewhat of a normal thought pattern, and which I guess is a thing that, as a society, we should definitely work on, but anywho. um, At one point, I lacked the courage, and by the grace of the divine, was able to conquer the thoughts altogether, or so I thought. The thoughts didn't return until I started to dig deeper into myself and really began healing. And this is how tricky the ego is. It was using my personal development and my synchronicities as a last resort in hopes of manifesting a premature ending because it was losing control. And the thing about it is, is that it, the ego thrives off of having control and in reality you you don't have control over much in in this world except for yourself yes we're very powerful manifestors but at the at the end of the day like you it's it's your reality that you manifest alan wants once said it goes up a level and it immediately identifies with the higher self and it's funny because like as i was having like these suicidal thoughts and it was really funny because I I was like you know on this path of enlightenment and you just really elevating myself and healing myself and all of this stuff and like still having these thoughts and I was like yo like what's going on and like I would hear in my mind sometimes Les Brown say you can't get out of life alive you've got to die to leave here and like my ego was like connecting that it was using my personal developments and it was connecting things with synchronicity and it and it like kind of worked or manifested a thought excuse me, it had manifested a thought saying something about how, you know, all of my greatness and all of my abundance and all of my prosperity is on the other side of, of that, of death. And I was like, hold on now, Les Brown, hold on now. Like that, that's, that's not the tea. That's not the move. That is definitely not the vibe. And I had, had worked on grounding myself in the fact that, you know, no, I have a purpose in this life. I have a purpose in this realm. I have a purpose in, in, in this, you know, go around and I'm going to, I'm going to at least see it through, like, hold on now. And that's definitely something to note about the ego is that as it loses control over you, it gets very desperate, very, very desperate. You'll find yourself like acting up out of nowhere. Sometimes you're like, hold on now. That wasn't me. That was not me. Like my higher self would never do that. My higher self knows no better. It knows no, it, 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 it knows no better because it is the best. So it doesn't know mistakes. It doesn't know, you know, acting up. It doesn't know, you know, mistreating others. That's just not, that's just not what it is. And which again is why I say growing is not for the weak-minded. It, there, there's levels to this. It takes a lot of soul development to, to get where you want to be mentally, to get where you know you're meant to be mentally, I should say. 
And undergoing the process of mindfulness, you'll realize that God didn't make mountains for us not to climb, figuratively and literally. Everything happens for a reason, and it's important to ground yourself when doing any kind of self-work. You know, grounding yourself is so important, and word of advice for that, you know, for all my people who are into crystals, you know, go get you some hematite, go get you a tiger's eye, go get you, um, what was it, a fossilized wood, you know, just get, do anything you can to ground yourself, because the more you can ground yourself in the moment, the the more that you can stay in the moment, the more power you have, because that's where the, that's where the power is. It's in the moment. It's in the now. It's not, it's not in a former now and it's not in a future now. It's not in the past and it's not, it's, it's, it's right now. It's all right now. That's the only place you exist. You don't exist in the past. Yes, you can tap into the past and, and use it to your advantage, but sometimes, which is hard when the ego runs rampant and just throws random memories at you and like you're just like oh gosh that resurfaced but sometimes it's about the healing and it's, there's a balance to it there's a balance to it we'll talk about that later though and there are endless possibilities and depths that you can achieve when bettering yourself you have a purpose in this world it's your honor to see it through and what better way to serve the creator than to live out your life's purpose I honestly couldn't think of a better a better way to live. You matter. And a word of advice for if you don't know your purpose, ask the universe for signs. And most likely the signs are already there. You already know what your purpose is. Like you you knew what it was when you incarnated in this life. But, you know, ask for the signs and the universe will, will put a bigger one there. You know, ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. That's how it works. And your purpose has the ability to ground you. That's what I was using to ground to ground me when I was having these like suicidal thoughts, when my ego was like elevating with me and just trying to take me out. And I was like, no, 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 you're not gonna get me like that. You're not gonna get me like that. And um, your purpose is, is so powerful because it was written into your soul contract before you could even misidentify with the thinker. And there we go again with misidentifying with the thinker. The misidentifying with the with the wrong eye for purpose can transcend illusions and the thinker has no power over your purpose remember the eye that i think is me is not me for i can exist without thinking of me it's not coming to mind whether i talked about this on my previous podcast or i talked about this on the one that i recorded with my friend autumn but edgar coley had talked about how Thought cannot exist without consciousness. So consciousness, but consciousness can exist without thought. You are not the thinker. And another thing that's coming to mind right now while I'm talking about this is that I was listening to, I think a meditation teacher at one point, maybe that's what it was. And he had talked about, he said, you cannot accurately predict your next thought until it's already there. Therefore, your thoughts are not you. Thinking is not who you are. It's just a tool that we can use to manifest. It's a tool that we can use to look back on previous, previous nows and heal. It's a tool that we can, you know, kind of separate ourselves from, go into the future, you know, manifest something in the now and, and come back and, and, you know, reattach and all these good things, you know. What was, what was that thing? Um, Alan Watson said, you know, never mind, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> all of it comes down to this. When growing, it's okay to ask for help. 
ask and you shall receive the help. You know, help is okay. It's, you know, I ask for help. I need help. I, I don't need help. That, that was a codependent thing to say. But, you know, I, I make it apparent that when I talk to the universe that I'm like, you know, I only want what you want from me and any help that you can send or any help that you send me is deeply appreciated. And it's okay to feel the lows as it is okay to ride the highs. Remember that there are weeds, there are weeds in there in the garden of the mind and it's up to you to purge them. It's up to you to go and pick those weeds and, and say, you know what, you're taking too much space in my garden. You're taking too much space in my mental capacity. You're taking too much energy and, and thought away from the moment. You're taking too much energy away from my healing and it's just not it. It's, it, it protect your garden, protect your mind. And you can get through how, whatever you're going through, however hard it seems, however bad, you know, the dark days are, you know, there, there is something at the end of the tunnel. There's, there's always light that can perceive the darkness. And in case you needed to hear this, I believe in you. The universe believes in you. You are worthy. And... You know, I think I'm going to leave it right there because it's really dark and I should definitely go to bed. <laughs> but I love you all. I hope this resonated with you. I hope this was able to help you get over something or get through something. Definitely let me know on Instagram. And also remember to go and check out that next episode where I was able to have a guest on. And yeah. I'm going to leave it right there. This has been another episode of High Talks with A. I am your host, A.B., reminding you it's about learning to live a life worth living. It's about finding the inspiration to say something worth saying. And it's about having the courage to become someone worth becoming. I love you all. Stay blessed. And most of all, stay groovy. Bye.